Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, uh, the name of the book is Precious Memories of Nancy Linebar, RN, CNM, an Alzheimer's patient. Uh, the, the author of that book is her husband, who is her caregiver, all the way to the end. He's a, he's a man of faith and just a, a wonderful man and a resource for, for so many folks that have to deal with caregiving. And, and uh, Paul will correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but I believe the number is 66.7 million people uh, in America are caregiving, and that is a tremendous uh, chunk of our population and uh, they're giving of themselves to, to a loved one or to, uh, to someone who they are, uh, are uh, in care of. Uh, this book, all the money for this book goes to the Alzheimer's Association, which is just a, a lovely gesture from Paul. And, I, and Nancy, I'm sure, would have, uh, have it no other way. Paul, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, how am I on the statistic? Uh, 66.7 million, is that what the number is? Yes, that's twenty nine percent of the adult population. That's that's tremendous when you think about it. It's it's unbelievable. That is an unbelievable number. Almost thirty percent. That's uh, you know just just about one in th- one in uh, three um, people that were three in nine three out of nine people that uh, that are dealing with this. Uh, you know, and I've I've done it. I'm not doing it now, but I'm prepared to do it and. I always say I hope I go before my wife does. I hope God takes me before, uh, uh, before uh, He takes my wife because I, I, you know, I just I want them, I want uh, my four children and wife to live as long as they possibly can. But uh, that's not to say I don't love life as much as uh, she does. But everyone out there that's dealing with uh, with the situation of of caregiving, um, they have to get this book, and the money goes to a great cause. Uh, the Alzheimer's. Uh, association, uh, uh, Paul, uh, do you get do you get calls from from friends or from strangers or emails uh, from folks that are going through this that are looking for help, or, or do you do you find that uh, that most people are, are finding it on the internet uh, blindly or or not directly from someone or maybe from someone that they know directly? Uh, have you gotten uh, many calls or emails uh, about your experiences? Well, I've had uh, a lot of contact through our uh, um, Alzheimer's Association uh, here, our local group. And uh, through the last uh, couple of years, I've done a lot of speaking engagements uh, with uh, other Alzheimer's support groups and and a lot of, uh, of uh, care facilities who have asked me to come and speak about uh, uh, how did we set up and do home care uh, um, in our in our home? What what did we have to do? How did we have to change things and all that sort of thing? And so, uh, I've done quite a few speaking engagements doing that, and uh, and then also with friends in our church and other friends that call me and ask advice, and I give them what my experiences were and. And everybody's different. Doesn't work for everybody. Uh, the same thing, but it's worth at least uh, trying different things on 
on caregiving and when there are people wandering and with Alzheimer's and and the, the most difficult kinds of things like that. And some little tricks and tips help and some don't, but you got to try them. And so I, I don't mind that. I'm, I'm always glad to give information to anybody that uh, needs it. Yeah. I mean, with Alzheimer's, the one thing that I was very aware of and, uh, and my mother, uh, uh, and again, I, I, I go back to uh, we were taking care of my grandmother. And, uh, you know, this was back when I was a young man, very young man. And um, and we were uh, taking care of uh, so little was known. And actually, the term all time is. And, and again, maybe this is 25 years ago or more, more than 25 years ago. Um, it, it was it was it was a new, relatively new term. Prior to that, maybe you heard the word dementia or or you heard, uh, you know, harsher words or um, terrible terms to describe it. But but people didn't understand it. Uh, there, there seemed to be a stigma attached to it, and and foolishly, uh, you know, as a society, we uh, we just didn't know any better. And and so many people, um, you know, I, I don't know when it was, you know, in the fifties or the forties. I mean, it, there was there was so little understanding about what was going on, and uh, and it was really a, a, a stigma attached. People were embarrassed by. Um, by this happening to them or happening to a loved one. And I, I think just we've grown up as a society to understand that this is uh, this is something uh, terrible that we have to deal with, but by no means ever be ashamed of it. It is it is something that uh, that, you know, shows strength for people dealing with it. Uh, certainly not the other way around. Frank McKay here with Paul E. Linebar. And uh, he's just he's he's a wonderful author. And we encourage everyone to get the book. At Amazon, Precious Memories of Nancy Linebar RN, uh, CNM, an Alzheimer's patient. Uh, all the money is going to the Alzheimer's Association. But uh, address that, Paul. I mean, in your life, do you remember the first time you ever heard the term Alzheimer's? Well, I think uh, it's probably back uh, back when my mother was was having uh, dementia problems uh, and we went into the hospital uh, into a doctor and and uh, and he talked about uh, uh, he didn't think it was Alzheimer's and so I asked him well, what's Alzheimer's <laughs> so, so that's when you know I was I just didn't understand what he meant by how is that different from what we always called you know old age disease or dementia and uh, and so he explained it to me, you know, that it was different. But uh, the, the, all of the there are many kinds of dementia, but the results of them are all the same. You've got to treat them mostly the same. But uh, that was that was it. And so when I started this process, uh, uh, and she had her diagnosis, that um, I was I was unprepared. I mean, I, I didn't know enough about it, and so that's why I started learning everything that I could uh, about it uh, from people who did know. Yeah, and what about the the aspect of uh, of there being a stigma? No, no longer is there, or well, there certainly shouldn't be a stigma attached to it. But uh, there was at one time. Uh, am I you know am I correct? I I, I believe my uh, my grandmother's mother. In, in Europe, 
uh, still over in Europe, had dementia, and and they acted like it was a, a very embarrassing thing and a very, um, uh, you know, terrible thing. And uh, and and by the time my grandmother began uh, to, to uh, uh, you know to lose her memory and and to start uh, you know losing you know all uh, grasp on on what was going on. Um, she was concerned with that, and I was saying, I was saying, Grandma, it's it, there's no shame whatsoever. You know, you're you're fine, you're fine, and however you are, and God will take you. And she's a person of faith, and uh, I I said uh, I said you you're going to be fine, and there was nothing at all to be embarrassed. I said your mother should have never been embarrassed, and I said don't worry about any of that. But uh, there was a, a, a time period in in our history where this was a uh, th- this was a terribly embarrassing thing for. Um, for for the people, and, and you know, I think it's you know really terrible that for years we lived in darkness, uh, and now at least it's it's coming to the light. I mean, your thoughts on what I'm saying here? Well, you're absolutely right, and Frank, it's still in some circles, it's still uh, considered uh, you know as as something more like mental illness. Um, and and uh, I remember years back when I was a, a young man that uh, uh, many people referred to people as, as uh, you know, that had mental illness as crazy and those kinds of terms were very unflattering, very, very terrible uh, when they referred to people like that. But that was the stigma that, that people had. And, and, and Frank, even with Nancy, you know, 20 five, six years ago now when this first came about her diagnosis that uh, uh, Nancy had worked uh, you mentioned that uh, um, I think your mother worked in a mental uh, uh, hospital or something psychiatric, well Nancy had part of her training as nurse's training Uh, she worked in uh, Kalamazoo at the mental hospital there for three months Nancy didn't like it at all Um, uh, it bothered her, and she, when she got done with it, she said, well, that's not going to be my field, you know. Well, when Nancy was diagnosed, then one of the first things she said to me when we were dealing with trying to overcome this, she said, I don't want to be like those people in the mental hospital. So seemed, even as educated as she was, uh, she didn't know a whole lot about Alzheimer's and she was thinking in terms that she was going to be acting like those people in the mental hospital. So it took a while to convince her that no, Alzheimer's is different, you know, and we can get some treatment. And, and, uh, and uh, so uh, that's, that's how people think. And it's difficult to overcome. We still have, I know a couple of friends that uh, they had been diagnosed um and they were ashamed of it. And, and I said, you know, you just can't. This is an illness. It's just like anything else or cancer or whatever. You know, you got to deal with it. But um, we still have that problem, Frank. Yeah, and, yeah, we do. And, uh, again, hopefully books like yours and conversations that we're having uh, will, uh, will bring some uh, light to uh, to what's going on let me again remind folks if you're just tuning in or just turning on your radio or just turning on your computers uh in, in the middle of what we're talking about here uh paul e linbar is the author of precious memories of nancy linebar 
uh, and again, I, I, if I mispronounce your name, I'm sorry, I keep going back and forth. Polly Linebar uh, is the author, and, and Nancy Linebar is the subject of the wonderful uh, Precious Memories of Nancy Linebar, RN, CNM, uh, an Alzheimer's patient, and all the proceeds from this book will be going to the Alzheimer's Association. And, uh, and, and I know Nancy is uh, uh, looking down and, and being very proud of that. Uh, decision to do that. Frank McKay here with Paul E. Linebar and and Paul um, uh, Nancy. Also, I know you're you're a man of faith, and Nancy was a a person of faith. Uh, did she uh, did she continue to pray as she uh, as she lost her memory and it and became more and more? Was that one thing that stuck with her as she was uh, as she was passing? Was prayer? something that uh, that stuck with her all the way to the end? Oh, it was vital to her. Uh, <clears throat> she, uh, uh, when she, when she finally accepted that uh, she had this disease and, and uh, didn't want anybody to know about it, and I think we talked about that once, that um, uh, she didn't want anybody to know about it. I said, well, they're going to know about it because you're going to be forgetting things, and and uh, and we we might as well just face it and uh, ask God to help us and I'll help you and so forth. Well, through a lot of tears and praying, she finally got to that point where she since then has said to me, you know, well, um, I'm a nurse and I've had people uh, die of all kinds of illnesses and and uh, diseases. So she said, if God wants me to die of Alzheimer's, then that's His will totally changed her life, totally changed her attitude. And she never after that complained about why did God give her this disease. She turned to God and uh, and, and studied her Bible. Uh, she had a little desk that she sat there and read her Bible, and she wrote notes about Bible verses and things and prayed and found it was extremely important. She also, uh, I remember one time we were sitting in church when we still could go to church, and uh, we were sitting there in, in, uh, and our heads together, holding hands, and we were praying, and I prayed for all the prayer requests that were in our bulletin, and then I prayed for all of our kids one at a time, and then I said, amen, and then suddenly Nancy said to me, what about me? And I was so embarrassed, I'd forgotten to pray for Nancy. Oh my gosh. And that was so important to her. And so I apologized and I prayed for Nancy, and then she felt that much better. That's how important she felt prayer was uh, in her situation and for her. So, yes, she continued all through her as long as she could to pray to God to comfort her and help her to get through this disease. Again, Frank McKay here with Paul E. Linebar. And uh, and again, we're talking about uh, the the subject uh, in at hand is, is caring for Alzheimer's uh, patients. And uh, so many of you out there are dealing with, uh, with other diseases, and by no means uh, are we picking one uh, over the other, but uh, his experience was this with Alzheimer's and 
Uh, again, the name of the book by Paul E. Linebar is Precious Memories of Nancy Linebar, RN, CNM, uh, an all-timers patient. All the proceeds, uh, if you go get it on Amazon or anywhere, all the proceeds are going to the all-timers uh, associ uh, 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 association, Frank McKay here with Paul E. Linebar. Uh, you're um, uh, going back to the uh, to the support groups. Uh, how often do do they meet? I know it varies, but in, in your experience, in your you know reality, when you were going on with this, was it a once once a week situation? Was it a once a month? Was it twice a week? Was it every day? You know, I mean, where how how often was there a a meeting to go to? Uh, it's once a month. And, uh, and, and, but there are more than one around. So I went to, we finally formed one in our local community. And, uh, so I went to that one and also that met once a month, but I got to go to two different ones, which was uh, very helpful. I went to others that had special, uh, programs and so forth and might travel, uh, you know, several miles to get to those, but, I went to everything I could find that uh, dealt with these issues, and there were many specialists that uh, um, people who had. had there's, I remember one nurse, and she'd been uh, dealing with people with Alzheimer's and caring for them for years, and and was uh, a guest speaker, and still is going about as a guest speaker about Alzheimer's. So. Uh, I took advantage of every situation I could to learn as much as I could about it. So there are there are many things available if just people would take uh, advantage of them. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely, and I I recommend it as well. I never did it. I never went to the um, to the uh, the groups, the support groups, and I and we should have. Uh, my mother certainly could have benefited greatly. Uh, later on in, in, in life, um, you know, about 10 years ago, my wife and I were the caretaker for my mother, and uh, and she didn't, uh, she had early uh, uh, onset, what is it, early onset uh, Alzheimer's, um, you know, so they thought, uh, and but she it never got full-fledged, unfortunately, because she didn't, she didn't live. Um, to do it, she only lived till uh, 68 years old, and uh, which is uh, you know just too young. How old was Nancy when she passed? Uh, Nancy was 85. Okay. Oh boy, it's uh, yeah. It's not, and listen, it's not old anymore. People are living well past 100. Um, and how many years was she suffering from Alzheimer's? Well, it was 20 years. Uh, uh, she she uh, she had it when she was 65. But uh, she, uh, that was just shortly after we retired, and she uh, uh, <clears throat> she didn't want to admit it. Uh, she was having severe problems, and she said, uh, "And I know, you know, people are in denial about it. That's 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 normal. Uh, you're kind of afraid to really find out that you have it, and and so." Uh, um, she said to me, she said, now I'm a nurse. I know all about these things and I don't have any problem. <laughs> uh, but she did have problems. And so it was, it was three years before we finally got, uh, the doctor caught her in a bad memory situation or lack of memory and, and said, you know, we got to take care of this, Nancy. And he took charge and she wasn't able to talk him out of it. So, um, that worked out. Finally, that we got some 
help starting us when she started some uh, treatment. Well, listen, I want to I want to thank you once again for sharing your your memories and your uh, experiences with us. Paul E. Linebar, uh, again, is our very special guest. We got a, about a minute left. I, I I know I asked you last uh, last week when we spoke uh, uh, about a, a website. We're kind of pointing everybody to Amazon. Uh, is there a website or a social media site that you have that you could point people to, or it's the best place still to go? Uh, Amazon. Uh, no, the only thing we have is is a, an email site uh, um, to contact me. Uh, is Precious Memories Nancy at gmail dot com. So give that again if you would. Precious Memories. It's Precious Memories Nancy at gmail dot gmail.com again that email address for Paul E. Linebar is preciousmemoriesnancy at gmail.com Paul I want to just thank you very much uh, for being here and sharing your experiences and uh, just uh, just wonderful and, and everything you're doing God bless you Paul thank you Frank Paul E. Linebar has been our very special guest. We encourage everyone to binge listen to everything that we've been doing. Uh, You don't need to listen in any particular order, but Precious Memories of Nancy Linebar, RN, CNM, uh, An All-Timers Patient is the name of the the book. Uh, Get it at uh, Amazon, and uh, and all the money is going to charity. It's going to All-Timers Association. And if you need to reach Paul, uh, let me give the the uh, email address. I know somebody asked for it, uh, and, and I just didn't have it handy. My fault. Precious memories, Nancy, at gmail dot com, is uh, the uh, the email, and and he'll try to get back to you. That's for sure. Frank McKay signing off. Paul E. Linebar has been our very special guest. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down. 